Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, I'm sorry.
Everyone's unmuted. I just got a uh, um, email saying that they can't hear us. Okay. Try to. I'll just continue with music and see what happens when I'm done. Okay. Gloria, and make sure Gloria, ask them to press the Gloria, can you send me an email? Let me know if you can hear us now. Good afternoon, everyone. We're about to start the service by having a little bit technical difficulty. If you could please continue to hold. Gloria, if you can hear, please begin to speak.
Cheryl? Uh-huh. Is everyone unmuted? Yes, everyone's unmuted. Apparently, Gloria can't get through. I for an email. All callers, we just appreciate your patience and apologize. Um, they're still not hearing us? Apparently not, because Gloria is okay. not speaking. I just sent her an email. Pastor Millicent, if you're still on. No, she still cannot hear. I, she just answered me. Pastor Millicent can't hear. Pastor Millicent, is there anything that you can see? beyond yet. I'm going to ask Glory to star six herself. music on for a few moments. Again, we apologize for the inconvenience. Everything looks fine on my end. I just asked her to start six herself. Let's see. Oh, Cheryl, that was muted. Muted. Cheryl. Oh. Uh-huh. I, I, I muted myself. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Gloria's saying she still cannot hear, and she star-sixed herself. Oh. Hmm. Can she come out and come back in? She didn't 
sending a message through chat. Caroline, can you hear us? If you can, please speak. Have you, have you in? Did she call you in or did Cheryl? Gloria emailed me, but she said we, so I was, I'm assuming Carolyn. Okay, she's calling me. Yeah. Okay. You are joining the online studio. You are unmuted and can speak with the host. Recording starting. Conversation mode on. Everyone can be heard. Um Someone communicated Elena. with Elena. Yes, Amir. Okay. And Pastor Millicent's on. I just heard her voice. Pastor Millicent, are you on? I heard I heard your voice a moment ago. Did you mute yourself again? She was trying to call Gloria. Can you hear me now? That's Millicent. Can you hear me now? Pastor Millicent, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Did you get through to Gloria? Gloria was going to try and call back in. Can you all hear me? Yes. I can hear you, yes. Just not Gloria okay. or Carolyn. Gloria's going to try and call back in and get Carolyn on. If not, then I'll, we're going to go another way. Okay, thank you. Carolyn? Yeah. 
Okay, sounds like everyone's in. Sorry if you could begin the service, please. Okay, good afternoon, everyone. Sorry for the delay. This is your call to worship for the first Saturday in January. It's Saturday, uh, January the 5th. I want to welcome you to Refuge from the Storms Saturday evening worship service. I bring you greetings on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black. We're thankful that you're here with us today as we start this new year. Uh, we want to remind you that Refuge from the Storm is a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose, and it's our desire to offer a gathering place for all TIs in North America and around the world so that we can gather and worship God for who he is and to praise him for all that he has done. God is altogether holy, pure, and righteous. Indeed, he is a consuming fire. Thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. Again, we say welcome and thank you for carving out a portion of this Saturday evening to worship with us. Now, this afternoon, our um, worship serving team will consist of Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, who will deliver the preach word for the hour. Our worship leader is Elder Carolyn Cunningham, and Elder Carolyn will also lead us in our opening song. Our talk she manages for the day are Sister Helena Thompson, and she's assisted by Sister Cheryl Harvey. Our altar prayer will be led by Brother Brian Pope, and invitation to Emma Slob. A few announcements for the, for the day and the week. Today we will be celebrating the Lord's Supper. The word says, do this in remembrance of me. Uh, Elder Carolyn will give you instructions further on in the worship service about when to gather your elements, uh, your water, your wine or your juice and your, or your bread or your cracker so that we will be together when the time comes to celebrate the Lord's Supper. A reminder, pastor is asking us to join in a corporate way in a 42-day, a six-week Daniel fast, and that started on January 1st and will go through February the 12th of 2019. And during that time, pastor is asking us to seek God's face through prayer and a partial fast and commit our way unto the Lord. And we're praying for changed lives as we seek the heart of God as well as changed circumstances. Please join us this Wednesday night for our small group study. It's a new study that began uh, last week, and it's entitled Anchored, and the author of that study is Cynthia Kavanaugh, or the author of the book. And please check the newsletter um, for information on how to perhaps get free access to that uh, contents of that book. Now, this coming week, the title of the subject of the lesson will be Hurricane Hopelessness. 
that's Hurricane Hopelessness. The subtitle is Job, Unpredictable Catastrophes. And if you would please read uh, Job, the first and second chapters, then I believe you'll be ready to study uh, with us on this coming Wednesday night. And just a reminder, as we're all concerned about our health and wellness, um, you know that there are always awareness months all throughout the year as far as health is concerned. And these are just reminders that we want to be aware for women of our cervical health. So please um, check with your doctor if you have not had your cervical cancer screening test. Then this is also Glaucoma Awareness Month. So please make sure you're seeing your ophthalmologist or your optometrist. It's Healthy Weight Month. So as we move through our Daniel fast, although our primary goal is spiritual, prayerfully it will bring us into alignment as far as our health is concerned. It's also Drug and Alcohol Abuse Awareness Month. And it's also, ironically, National Stalking Awareness Month. So if you're interested to find out more about how your community is bringing awareness to these issues, just please uh, go to your website and Google any of these, um, these subjects. Please continue to join us for our daily early morning prayer time, Monday through Friday, under the leadership of Reverend Millicent. We meet Eastern Time at 6.30 a.m. Our Central Standard Time uh, is 5.30 a.m. And on the West Coast, 3.30 a.m. Uh, please, in 2019, um, determine in your heart to meet with us at least once a week or once a month, whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to do. Just please find some time to come and join us. And on Saturday mornings, Minister Juanita invites you to join us for the Saturday morning prayer call. Uh, that call starts at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time. Our prayer focus for January is guarding your heart. And our prayer is that we will be careful of our thought life and the word it says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. The issues of life, the thought life controls us. The word also says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So our prayer focus for January is guarding our hearts. Now, I just want to remind you, and we don't often mention this, but in 2019, I would, we would also ask you to please ask the Holy Spirit to guide you in terms of your sowing, your financial uh, sowing into this uh, church. The word says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over shall men give into your bosom. But with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. And as we are blessed, we want to be a blessing to others. And uh, in 2018, we had occasion where we, we did have to uh, share our benevolence with other TIs, and we want to be able to continue 
continue to do that, as well as to bless our pastor. So please consider how you may continue to give, increase your giving, or begin your giving, and it would be greatly appreciated. Just asking in love. Remember that any of your daily prayer requests uh, can be received or directed to our church email address, refugefromstorm at aol.com. That's refugefromstorm at aol.com. And I will forward your prayer request to Pastor Millicent and our minister, Juanita. As we go through the worship service, as always, if there is any background noise where you are, please be uh, cognizant that the talk sheet technology is very sensitive and it picks up all paper turning, all coughs, and so forth. So please, uh, we want to maintain the reference of the service. I think that's all of the announcements. I thank you for your attention. After an opening hymn is sung by Elder Carolyn, she will also lead us through the worship service. Now, if all of our hearts and mind, minds are clear, we will now enter into our period of worship. The Holy Spirit is already here, so we ask the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us through this worship as we worship God in spirit and in truth. Amen. Amen. Here I am, Lord. I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry, all who dwell in deepest sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright. Who will bear my light to them? Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you the Lord of snow and rain. I have borne my people's pain. I have wept for love of them. They turn away. I will break their hearts of stone. Give them hearts for love alone. I will speak my word to them. Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord. If you lead me, I will hold 
your people in my heart. I, the Lord of wind and flame, I will tend the poor and lame. I will set a feast for them. My hand will save. Finest bread I will provide till their hearts be satisfied. I will give my life to them. Whom shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Is it my Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you lead me. I will hold your people in my heart. Amen. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. This is the month and the year the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. The scripture today is taken from 1 Peter Chapter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The prayer today is comprised of three taken from St. Augustine's prayer book. Oh God, give me strength to live another day. Let me not turn coward before its difficulties or prove recreant to its duties. Let me not lose faith in other people. Keep me sweet and sound of heart in spite of ingratitude, treachery, or meanness. Preserve me from minding little stings or giving them. Help me to keep my heart clean and to live so honestly and fearlessly that no outward failure can dishearten me or take away the joy of conscious integrity. Open wide the eyes of my soul that I may see good in all things. Grant me this day some new vision of thy truth. Inspire me with a spirit of joy and gladness and make me the cup of strength to suffering souls in the name of the strong deliverer, our only Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I will try this day to live a simple, serene, and sincere life, repelling promptly every thought of discontent, anxiety, discouragement, impurity, and self-seeking, cultivating cheerfulness, magnanimity, charity, 
and the habit of holy silence, exercising economy in expenditure, generosity in giving, carefulness in conversation, diligence in appointed service, fidelity to every trust, and a childlike faith in God. In particular, I will try to be faithful in those habits of prayer, work, study, physical exercise, eating, and sleep, which I believe the Holy Spirit has shown me to be right. And as I cannot in my own strength do this, nor even with a hope of success attempt it, I look to thee, O Lord God, my Father, in Jesus my Savior, and ask for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Grant us patience, O Lord, to follow the road you have taken. Let our confidence not rest in our own understanding, but in your guiding hand. Let our desires not be for our own comfort, but for the joy of your kingdom. For your cross is our hope and our joy, now and unto the day of eternity. Holy God, your knowledge of me exceeds what I grasp or see in any moment. You know me better than I know myself. Now help me to trust in your mercy, to see myself in the light of your holiness, and grant me the grace that I may have true contrition, make an honest confession, and find in you forgiveness and perfect remission. Lord Jesus, who traveled with the disciples on the road to Emmaus, be with us on the way that we may know you in the scriptures, in the breaking of bread, and in the hearts of all whom we meet. I give you thanks, God, for all that is good in this day. I ask you, Lord, for mercy on my sins and omissions this day. I seek your peace in my home and in all the world. Yours, O Lord, is the day. Yours also is the night. Grant that the Son of Righteousness may abide always in our hearts to drive all wicked thoughts and to relieve our fears, that we may always know the light of Jesus' presence. O Lord, support us all the day long until the shadows lengthen and the evening come and the busy world is hushed and the fever of life is over and our work is done. Then in thy mercy, grant us a safe lodging and a holy rest and peace at last. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 Now let us listen to a worship song, I've Come to Worship by Del Way. It will be followed by the altar prayer, which today will be offered by Brother Brian Pope. Cowboy Junction, Benito, Oklahoma. There is nothing I love more than your presence. I love to feel 
Your Holy Spirit sweep over my soul. And the joy that you bring makes my heart sing your praises. My love for you will last forevermore. So I've come to worship you. I've come to praise your name. I lift my hands to you. Your glory to proclaim, Lord, in your presence, my
Amen. Amen. Now we'll have the altar prayer. Y'all with my brother Brian Pope. Brother Pope. Carolyn, I don't see him signed on, so perhaps he's not here. Ah. Cheryl, could you or Helena lead, please? I'll go ahead and pray. Please, thank you. Precious Heavenly Father, we're just thankful that we can gather today to worship your holy name. We thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit here in our service already this afternoon, this evening. We just ask for you to guide us and to lead us into our service today and all the things that will be brought before you, Father, that every caller that is listening in will be blessed and touched and will give them strength to carry on through another day, another week, possibly. Father, we pray for Brother Pope and pray that he is okay, that wherever he is, uh, whatever the problem uh, came up, Father, we just pray that you would be with him precious father um, I'd like to lift up our sister Barb today father to you and I spoke with her a few times now and she's in high spirits father and I just pray that you will keep her there that you will just send her blessing after blessing her and her husband father I pray for your healing touch that you would Touch and heal the both of them, I pray. I pray, Father, for any hindrances of the the devil that may try to continue to harm them in any way, Father, that you will intervene on their behalf. Father God, as they both are struggling with health issues, I just pray for your healing touch, Father, that you would just cover them right now with the precious blood of Jesus in their home and all of their belongings. I pray for the same for each and every caller here today. I pray that you would cover our bodies, our minds, our spirits, our homes, and all the things that you've trusted us with, with your precious blood. Father God, lead us with every day, every moment of our lives. I pray that you touch hearts today. I pray for anyone that may be new today to us, that you will minister mightily and bring them back. And we just thank you in advance as well for all the new people that you already know will be coming to join us. May they feel your love, your holy presence here 
and feel welcome by all of us. Father God, draw those to us that need to hear your word. Draw the TIs, Father, that are out there that have no one to speak to, no one to pray for, no one to listen to. I pray for all TIs on and in our service today as well as all of those that are suffering around the world. Father God, I pray that you just touch them in a special way. I'm asking you, Father God, again, and will continue until the end to trust you, Lord, to put an end to this suffering, Father. Extend your hand of mercy to all of us, Father, and put a stop to these atrocities taking place by man. I pray for our stalkers today. Father God, I pray that you will implant your thoughts into their thoughts and confuse the thoughts of the enemy that is causing them to hurt and to harm us. Father, I just pray that you would just minister to them, send people in their path, Father, where they can no longer deny who you are and what they're doing and how wrong it is. Precious Lord, I pray that you will anoint Pastor Millicent today, that you will give her a special anointing and a blessing, that as she speaks, your words will come forth through her, that you will give her a time of just a special time of knowing that you are with her, that you are speaking on, uh, she is speaking on your behalf, Father, that you will ease her pain, clear her thoughts, Father God, that nothing will intrude into our service from now on. Bless us as we take part in your communion today and touch our lives, Father, and lead us to the end of this service and until we come back again next week. We praise you for all things, Lord, in your precious and holy name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Helena. Now let us listen to a song entitled Stand by Donnie McClurkin as we prepare our hearts and minds to receive the message which Pastor Reverend Milson Black will deliver today. Just stand, watch. 
Hi, Dr. Black, are you there?
glory to God after you've done all you can. Just stand. That song has brought many of us, I'm sure, through a lot of these weary and, and dreary days of struggling and fighting with the effects and the affects of being harassed by electronic means. But I give glory and praise and honor to the most high God, because in spite of all we go through, in spite of all we deal with, in spite of all that is done to us, we are still victorious in Christ Jesus. It doesn't have to look like it. We just have to know God said it and he will bring it to pass. I give glory and honor to the most high God this afternoon and praise him and the Holy Trinity for all that he is to us and for another opportunity to share with you today. I also thank you for your presence. I'd like to tell you this and it may sound redundant, but I don't take it lightly that you would choose to use your time on a Saturday afternoon in this manner, but I tell you what, I appreciate it. It's always appropriate to say thank you to the ministry team, which includes Sister Helena Thompson and Sister Cheryl, Tom, uh, Cheryl Harvey, who are charged with muting and unmuting and making sure that we can be heard and that we get connected each week, and they do a marvelous job given the opposition that sometimes we all have. Sister Cheryl has accepted the awesome task of overseeing the development of a website for the church and I want to give her uh, honor today for that. Uh, that's also turning out to be quite a challenge but you know what God doesn't uh, uh, select us because we are uh, unable to meet the challenge. He selects us because he knows that we have his power on the inside of us and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Thank you, Cheryl, for what you have been doing and all of your endeavors. And uh, Sister Helena, I know that your challenges start about midweek trying to slow you down from getting to this point of the service each Saturday, but you you fight on and and your fight shows itself up as being a blessing to us with the music each week. So thank you so much, both of you. I do ask that you pray for their patience and grace as they deal with the opposition of the enemy, but we do come through by faith. And I want to express our appreciation to our advisor and mentor, Reverend Dr. Robert E. Jones of Dayton, Ohio, for the years of loving guidance that he has given to us during the life of this church. Coming up soon, we'll be celebrating our third year and that's just been a real, I don't count it as a, as a, as an, um, the word I'm trying to find is, it doesn't have to be, God doesn't have to give us this privilege of meeting together in this way, but he chose to. So it chooses, it, it becomes then a gift. It becomes a gift to us and for that I'm grateful. Please remember 
Dr. Jones in your prayers as he faces some health challenges, um, that God will keep him strong, that he will increase and strengthen his, his immune system, uh, that he will continuously help his, um, his wife of many, many years to care for him and them. God bless you, Dr. Jones. Our scripture for the afternoon is one that we started on last week. We're continuing this week, Genesis 22, verses 16 through 18, with our focus being on the last verse. And said, this is God speaking to Abraham by myself. I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your own your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring, your seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And your offspring, your seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Let's pray. Father God, we come this afternoon, Lord, not without a struggle, but we come rejoicing that this is a day that you have made. We come rejoicing, oh God, that we got up this morning with our mind on you and the determination to make it to this place. We come rejoicing, oh God, because we were able to lift up our hearts and our hands. And yes, God, even our voices in love and adoration and praise before you, the most high God. We come, oh God, to thank you for just being God, for being our father, for being the one who makes the promises, oh God, that cannot be broken. We thank you, Father, that we found out that you're not a man that you should lie or the son of man that you should. Lord, the word says, once you have decreed a thing, who can annul it? And once you have set it into motion. Who can turn it back? And so, God, at one point, many, many thousands of years ago, you talked to Father Abraham and you said to him that you would bless him and multiply him and that you would grant his seed, oh God, the privilege of possessing the gate of his enemies. God, when you said it, you set it into motion. And now we are standing and believing that you will not stop until it comes to fulfillment, oh God, because once you have decreed a thing, oh God, who can turn it back? We thank you, Father, that everyone that has not yet possessed the promise is in next in line for a miracle. God, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The title of our message for this afternoon last week was The Father's Promise, and today is standing at the gate to possess it. Standing at the gate to possess it. Question, if God were to ask you to kill your child, your favorite niece or your godchild or your favorite nephew for that matter, as a sacrifice, what would you do? What would you say? Would you scratch your head and look at God kind of like he's crazy? Would you mutter to yourself, he must have lost his mind? What would you do? Would you just say, well, okay, if that's the way you want it, 
Well, I began to search the internet to discover what others would say as an answer to such a question. My answer would be an unequivocal no. I'd failed that test, y'all. However, one person answered along the lines of my thinking. And this is what he said. If God asks you to kill your child, you can bet both buttocks, eye, fingers, both thumbs, any number of organs and a leg that it isn't God. God wouldn't ask you to do such a thing. Uh, another person responded, I would know that it's the devil and of course I would not do it. Now understand that a lot of people have told God to get behind me, Satan. I found it really funny when one preacher confessed that he was at a meeting and God told him to give a certain amount of, of money in the offering. I Somebody needs to please mute your phone. How do I do that? Um, star six. Star six? Sorry, thank you. Thank you. He stated that it is such a large amount, it was such a large amount of money that he knew that God would not ask such a thing of him. So he rebuked the devil. Others have found themselves resisting God, thinking that he was Satan, when it actually was God knocking and not the devil at all. However, there would have to be some real epiphanies, some clear visions and an angelic concert to make me believe that God would ask me to sacrifice my child for any reason. Last week, we talked about the father's promise as an introduction to how Abraham received a promise from God that Abraham's seed would possess the gates of their enemies. We talked about the fact that this promise from God was the reward for Abraham's strict obedience to God's request that Abraham would take Isaac, his only son, to Mount Moriah and sacrifice him to God. The cliffhanger was that Isaac was Abraham's only son by his wife, Sarah. Notice I say by his wife, Sarah. Isaac was the son of promise from God that took 25 long years of waiting to hold him in his arms. Isaac was that heir, heir that would carry on the family name and receive the promise of God to Abraham that he would make him a father of many nations. God gave Abraham three specific promises. The first one was of land. God said to Abraham to leave his family and go to a place that I will show you. And then the promise for the land was that he would give him that place where he would end up. Well, Abraham made it to that land. He made it to Canaan and uh, um, famine came and Abraham had to leave in search of food and you all may remember the story that Abraham told a lie that Sarah was his sister and he was going to let the king have his wife and God stopped the king because that wasn't part of the plan so they the king sent them back and not without 
riches for the king gave Abraham and his wife and Lot their, their family member many riches as he let them go. The second thing that Abraham prom was promised by God is I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. God promised Abraham multiple blessings. Bishop T.D. Jakes shared his definition of what it means to be blessed. He said to be blessed is the innate, uncanny ability to triumph over opposition. This being true will lead us to our final promise from God to Abraham. And I thought it was interesting that many scholars, as I did my research and study, uh, declared that this was the last promise that God made to Abraham. God promised Abraham that his seed would possess the gates of their enemies. We learned last week that the gate to a city represents a point of power, a place to exercise control over that city. So in, war, in a military conqueror would try to get control of the gate in order to enter the city most easily. And guess what? The only people in and the only people out once a conqueror has secured the gate are those that are allowed by the enemy. A king who had the hearts of the elders who sat in the gate would politically control them. Well, glorious calling. Can you not hear me? Well, it says that I'm on. How long has it been since you were able to hear me? I, can I, hear I you heard pastor. you the whole time. I did too. Oh. Does it, do you all hear me? Yes. 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 So the people are saying they can hear me. Okay. Okay, thanks. Uh-huh. Oh, you. Okay, thank you. So everyone else can hear me, is that correct? Yes. Okay, thank you. Is there more than one person, Pastor, who can't hear you? Uh, just Gloria and Carolyn, and they're sharing the line. But she was having difficulty uh, hearing us at the beginning. Did she try dialing back in? Yes, that's what she's going to do. So I'll continue. A person who organized and ran the commercial market and storehouses at the gate would control the economic life of the city and its surrounding villages. You'll remember how Joseph ended up 
being in financial control of King Potiphar's kingdom. He was essentially a gatekeeper in that the persons would come to Egypt looking for food. And that's how his father and his brothers got to Egypt was because they came there looking for food. And as the keeper of the gate, in that regard, Joseph was able to, as the word of God says, be used by God to save much people alive. Spiritually speaking, though, to possess the gate of our enemy, who is Satan, is to displace the authority that Satan has set up in our lives. You know, we have a song that says, don't let the devil ride. If you let him ride, he'll want to drive. Then the next verse says, if you let him in, he'll make you sin, so don't let him ride. But Satan wants to have the ruling authority in our lives, in our communities, in our states, and in our nation, and all over God's world. This week, we're going to look at the spiritual meaning of this statement and compare the similarities of Abraham's obedience to God's actions regarding Jesus Christ, God's only son. So we're going to compare those two as we celebrate today the Lord's Supper and the um, sacrifice that Jesus became for us at Calvary. There are some similarities. The first thing is Isaac was Abraham's only son and Jesus was God's only son. Now, the thing that came to me as, as I studied was Satan instigated, though, the first plan to thwart God's plans to bless Abraham. Don't you think he was behind Sarah's idea to use Hagar to have a son for Abraham? Sarah did not realize that God, to God, it was about the bloodline. But Satan understood that fully. And today we still are in a battle about what people call satanic bloodlines. Last week, though, it was stated that Jesus came from blood that was pure. But if you'll remember, the blood of the child is determined by the Father. So what can wash away our sins? Nothing but the pure blood of Jesus. The second thing, I want us to look at is both sons acted in obedience to their father. Isaac didn't seem to fight his father when he was told that he was going to be the sacrifice. And Jesus didn't fight his father. We do remember that Jesus was in the garden, though, asking his father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. But the end result of that fight was, nevertheless, not thy will my will but thine be done both sons carried their wood up the hill for sacrifice isaac carried the wood up the mountain to mount moriah and jesus carried his cross up golgotha's hill to calvary both sons had to get on the altar for isaac actually was laying on the altar and his father's hand was raised in the air with the with the knife in it, when he heard an angel say, stay your hand, Abraham. And Jesus was nailed to the cross. Nails in his hands and nails in his feet with a crown of thorns around his head. Both Abraham and Jesus, though, 
And notice I said Abraham and Jesus had to die to their will and to the will of the Father. Both them. Abraham had to die to his will to keep his son alive because God had made him a lot of promises. And Jesus had to die to his will to not go to that cross because his father needed him in obedience. However, only one son could live again and never die. But Isaac did return from the sacrifice. Jesus was the one with the promise to live again and never die again. Isaac had a ram in the bush that took his place. Jesus was the ram in the bush that took our place and the place of the world in payment for sin. Isaac brought the promise of an untold number of acres of land, an untold amount of wealth, and an untold number of seed as children of Abraham. But God said they would be more than the stars and more than the sand. Jesus, though, became the surety of an untold number of souls for the kingdom of God. John said, I saw a number that no man could number. Isaac was the physical seed of Abraham. And Jesus, through his blood, paid that we might be the spiritual seeds of Abraham to inherit the promise. Now, the blessings to the world came to us because of the obedience of both Jesus and Isaac. The first thing was the blessing of salvation. Romans 10, 13 says, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The second one was the blessing of the Holy Spirit. Acts 1, 8 tells us, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And then in John chapter 14, it says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. Then we will receive the blessings of power to fight. Second Corinthians 10, 14 tells us for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Lastly, we receive the blessings of deliverance from the powers of darkness. Colossians chapter one tells us that we give thanks to the father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. He goes on and says, he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Now history has told us that God made an open rejection of child sacrifice. So this report about the sacrifice of Isaac is considered to be a direction, a direct representation of the expected sacrifice of Jesus Christ. 
notice that God did not allow Isaac to be sacrificed. He did provide a ram for there, that a ram was an acceptable sacrifice all the way through the Old Testament, also called the Hebrew Bible. With Jesus' sacrifice, the plan of the devil to rob God of a relationship with God's children was defeated. What made Jesus an appropriate sacrifice was he was God incarnate, Emmanuel, God with us. Also, what made Jesus an, an appropriate sacrifice was the mandate that without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sin. And so Jesus had the pure blood that came from a father who created all mankind. And his blood was qualified for the covering of the sins of the world. The last thing that Jesus's blood was, was obviously in total opposition to Satan. So where there is in the world today, the word of a bloodline for Satan, we don't have to worry about it, but the bloodline from Jesus, from God has come to the earth and gone all the way back to him. And Jesus is now seated at the right hand, making intercession for us and alive forevermore. And you know what? God still doesn't accept the sacrifice of children. Consequently, Jesus is the victorious seed that leads in possessing the gate of their enemies. The gate being the entrance to the city and whoever controls the gate controls the city, a place where legal matters are settled and the location of local and national commerce. Don't forget that Jesus beat the money changers out of the temple as he took back the gate from them. And then Jesus defeated Satan in, in the wilderness. You'll remember that after Jesus came out of his 40 days of fasting, while he was there, that old devil was trying to make sure that he did not make it through. And what the devil promised him was nothing that the devil could give him because it already had been promised to Jesus by the Father. So Jesus defeated him. Jesus showed us how to defeat him by telling the devil it is written. Well, y'all, there was one way that I got, I got an upset from the adversary. And on we go. And then there were some promises made to us about possessing the gate of our enemy. And the, the title of the message this afternoon is Standing to Possess the Gate. What we found out is that Satan wants, he wants possession of our minds, of our families, of our finances, of our peace and of our faith. And those of us that have been struggling with the constant onslaught of what is called electronic harassment. He wants all of those from us 
first. He wants us, our minds. He wants our family. He wants our finances. He wants our peace and he wants our faith. But God has promised us, made us some promises about overcoming the darkness. One of them is that he'll give us strength to prevail. Strength to prevail means that he'll give us strength to stand. Because that's what the word prevail means to overcome, to withstand. And when we withstand, that means that we won't get beat down, we won't get set down, we won't get pushed back, and we won't be held down. But we'll continue to use the armor that God has given us to fight. I'm a little bit frustrated because I'm missing one page out of the message. The other thing that God promised to give us is power, his power. You shall be endued with power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you. And with that power, we can be reminded that in all these things, we're more than conquerors through the one who loved us. And then we can come on out of that, out, out of that battle thanking God for the victory that he's given us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Being reminded that it's not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Lastly, God will give us strength to overcome the darkness. First John 5, 4 tells us, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. That this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. We're reminded of the, those who are in the hall of faith. By faith, many people overcame the darkness the trials, the tribulations, the frustrations, the distresses, and the dis-ease that came at them from the darkness. They held firmly to the light. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with patience, with perseverance, the race that's marked out for us and not withstanding the opposition alone, we can be assured that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And because it has not overcome it, the light that shines in us, the darkness will not overcome us. Lastly, I wanna encourage each of us to fight the good fight of faith. The word of God says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For those that come to God must believe that he is God and that he is the one who rewards those who diligently seek him. And I can remind you of some people that came to God because they believed in him and they believed that he would reward them. There were those who, um, in the Old Testament, Jeremiah had to go see what God had to say about the fact that he was left in Jerusalem with the children of Israel and those others had been taken off to Babylon and the people in, in Jerusalem weren't so happy about being left there. 
And they weren't so happy with Jeremiah, whose job it was to keep them encouraged that God knew where they were and that God was going to deliver them. And so they did all kinds of things to Jeremiah. They ostracized and they imprisoned him. They shut him out. And Jeremiah went back to God to see if he had heard God right. He says, you know, he said to God, I haven't done anything wrong. I just sought to obey you. What have I done to deserve all this? And then Jeremiah had to shake himself. And he came back and he said, these things I recall to mind and therefore I have hope. It is because of God's covenant of love that we are not consumed. His compassions fail not. His mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Hebrew boys had to find out if God was really able to be believed. They needed to know, but you know what? They didn't question it when it was time to answer the king. They started off by saying, oh, king live forever so we don't have to argue with you about whether or not you have the power to do what you say they said but our god is able and even if he does not deliver us he's going to take us out of your hands and into the fiery furnace they went but they held on to their faith in the god in whom they knew Romans tells us that Abraham hoped against hope that whatever God had promised, he was able also to perform. Let me leave you with that this afternoon. We have gone through some things. Some, I think I maybe mentioned that last week, some for a few years, some for many years. And in any event, for all of us, I'm sure we would say it's been too many years. But what happened for Abraham? may not happen exactly the way it did for him, for us, but we still have to be fully persuaded that what God has promised, he's also able to perform. But we are able to stand at the gate until we possess it. God bless you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Nelson, for your very inspiring message of perseverance and standing through it all. Now, while we listen to the worship song, Jesus Paid It All by the Chronicles, let us prepare to receive Holy Communion by gathering our elements of a piece of bread or cracker, water, juice, or wine. Most of all, let us prepare our hearts, souls, and minds to receive Holy Communion.
connected to. Killian is right there. invite you to this table in the name of the one who said, I am the bread of life. This is the table of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is here that we remember how he gave his body and his blood to save us. On the night he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread after giving thanks to God, broke it and gave it to his disciples. He said, take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's pray together. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us even unto death. Send your spirit upon us so that we may know that all who eat and drink at your table 
in our congregation and around the world are one body, one holy people. Now with your bread in your hand, the bread of life, Jesus' body broken for you, you may eat the bread. After supper, Jesus took the cup of wine, juice, or water, and after giving thanks, gave it to them and said, drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, remember me. Let's pray together. Lord, give us clean hearts, forgiving hearts, praising hearts. As we drink this, we join with our brothers and sisters in heaven and on earth, giving thanks to you in an endless song of praise. With your blood, your water, your juice, or your um, wine in hand, the blood of Christ that was shed for you, you may drink. We have come to the Lord's table. We have eaten the bread of heaven. The Holy Spirit will transform us from within so that we can see with Jesus's eyes, hear with Jesus's ears, speak with Jesus's mouth, feel the world as Jesus feels, to taste and see that the Lord is good. Go into your week nourished by the bread of life. Amen. Amen. Now in celebration of the Lord's Supper, let us listen to the praise song, I Saw the Light by Jesse Dixon. It will be followed by the invitation to discipleship which Sister Kim will offer. A grave 
Someone who's got in the worship service where we will offer the invitation to discipleship. If you are on the call tonight and you desire to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please remember, Jesus loves you. He is in the healing business for those who are lonely, brokenhearted, or at the end of the road some steps to take on the road to salvation. Admit you can't save yourself from your sin. Be willing to repent, turn away from sin, and believe that Jesus Christ died for you and rose again. And invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer of salvation. 
You know, God, I know I'm not able to save myself from sin. I know I'm not where I want to be, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt, and come into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Unite with Refuge from the Storm Church or a Bible-based church in your local community and start reading the Bible and email us at mgrace321 at gmail.com. That's M-G-R-A-C-E 321 at gmail.com to become a member for prayer or for suggestions on how to start your journey through the Bible. Amen. Thank you, Sister Kim. Now let's listen to our closing worship song, I Have a Father Who Can, by Alfred Wheeler and Blessed. That will be followed by the final remarks and the benediction by our pastor, Reverend Nelson Black. May I ask if you can hear me? Yes. I cannot make a word
Millicent, we cannot hear you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just said, so we are, are still standing and believing God that his promise to that we shall possess the gate of our enemies is yet to come. And as we end the service this afternoon, we do want to encourage if anyone prayed that prayer to join the family of God, that you would please send us a email to refugefromstorm at aol.com or to mgrace321 at gmail.com. Uh, giving me your contact information, we'll be sure to contact you to talk with you about the decision that you have made and to pray with you about any concerns you may have. We want to invite you all back on this coming Wednesday evening at um, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be studying chapter two from the book entitled Anchored by Cynthia Cavanaugh. This week, we'll be talking about Job, how Job dealt with the storms that kept coming in his life. Uh, also, Monday through Friday for the early rises. You feel free to meet us at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Again, at this talk show number for early morning prayer. We do indeed pray about the concerns of the church, the concerns of the nation and about our individual concerns. For those of you who desire prayer this afternoon, feel free to stay on the call after the recording has ended and we will pray with you. Now, as we look to God for our dismissal, Father God, we do indeed look to you and believe that 
you have provided that we shall possess the gates of our enemies. And while we wait, oh God, to see that come into full fruition in our lives, Lord, may justice flow like a river reaching barren lands and sun-scorched deserts. When people feel forgotten and hopeless, God, let your water of life comfort them. When children lie abandoned or abused, let your water of life protect them. When communities suffer at the hands of prejudice, oh God, let your water of life shield them. Lord, we ask for a mighty downpour from heaven. May your sons and daughters hear your voice. May we live as you lead us to live. Go as you bid us to go. Serve as you inspire us to serve. Give as you teach us to give until the earth is covered with the knowledge of the glory of God. And with your glory, God, your presence manifested among us as the waters cover the sea. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Any of you who desire prayer, feel free to stay with us and we will be happy to pray with you. Um, Cheryl, I'm trying to end the recording. Does anyone else have access? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.